the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level compete for top cash payouts and compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. And FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd to sign up today. That is FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Let's go! Back, 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 back on another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Hi, how are you? Top of the Monday Gambling Week to you. Coming off a Friday podcast. Uh, I'm not going to wallow, but goodness, Scotty Van Bad Beat. You got to be kidding me. One minute left in Chelsea Man City, and Chelsea ends the game with a Werner cross to Alonzo. I screamed about it. I cried about it. I didn't cry about it. I went on an airplane mode walk about it. There's nothing to say other than, look, you gamble, you get bad beats, you get lucky, you get Kit Kat breaks. Sometimes you just get screwed. That was just, we capped it correctly in my heart of hearts. We lose it, and then this is what we do. Canelo, I was sitting there, I teed up the whole bet, Canelo to knock him out, and I just got in my own freaking Larry David Woody Allen noggin, you know who I am, if you're listening every day, your head plays mind games, back and forth, back and forth, your instincts tell you what's correct, that's in sports betting, that's in life, and you know what, I thought Canelo was going to knock him out, and this is a nice little note from me to you, these Boxing matches and fights with crowds back, you have to look at them differently. Adrenaline's kicking in a different way. They're dancing in a different way. I thought Saunders was going to go the distance, and I look like a Bumatz over here because I got it incorrect. But hey, it's all good, baby. We're still over 55% on Action Network. Make sure to tail our picks. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube Volume Sports channel. Just going to Costco sample. We have a couple of Barry Zito curveballs. For the podcast this week, a huge, huge guest from a huge network coming up on the Wednesday pod. And boy, I can't wait to tell you what we have in store for the Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast at the end of the week. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. I'm talking about three sports yet again. Where else are you degenning out on the gambling sphere? I'm betting seven sports over here. Hair staying up naturally. Soccer lock. NBA degenerate parlay, which we hit on a Friday feeling high and Bruce Almighty about. 
And I got an NFL futures. I'm feeling a little unlimited in that category. Little Costco sample for you to marinate on what I might be firing on later in the episode. Let's get to my lock of the day, which is actually tomorrow, Premier League. I wouldn't normally fire on a regular season match, except we just have a few matches to go, and we are in a neck and neck. We're talking Kentucky Derby close in the Premier League, and thanks to Chelsea, I got to look at this match as if it's almost the whole enchilada, baby. This match may determine who ends up in the Fab Four in the order in which they are. Let's get into it. Lock of the day tomorrow, Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Man U, Leicester, both teams to score. Minus 136 on FanDuel. It's got to be both teams to score at minus 136. I wanted to go United in this matchup. I really did. I mean, they have only one loss since January. I mean, this team is scorching Arizona hot, you could say. They put up a nice three-goal W against Villa over the weekend. Eight goals in the Europa League over Roma. They're just Eddie Murphy pimp-walking into the finals in Europa. Clearly outclassing their competition there. But here's the thing. It's such an important match Leicester just got embarrassed by Newcastle, and Leicester beat Man U 3-1 just a few humble weeks ago. So in my opinion, looking at the lay of the land, which is the combination of Man U with just one loss since January, and the combination of them going three goals, two goals, three goals, two goals, and two goals the rest of this past month, and we ain't talking FIFA formations. We're talking goals in the back of the net, baby. I'm not concerned with Man U, and they've done it a few times. couple of nil-nil draws this year in the Premier League. It concerns me. They had one against Leeds this month. But what happened in the Chelsea match just opens up an opportunity for Man U to still have a chance to not allow City to run away with the Premier League. They, Like, literally... I mean, think about this. This should have been signed, sealed, delivered. City was up one nothing over the weekend. And then next thing you know, Chelsea wins, Man U wins, and we still have a wide open table. It's still City's to lose. So I think Man U, even though they're exhausted playing three matches in an inexcusable amount of days, that's why it's a little trappy to me. Leicester loses to Newcastle 4-2. Uh, that's just disgusting. Newcastle was up 4 nothing. That's disgusting. Disgusting, and they lose 4-2. But here's what Leicester does offensively. The only time Leicester City, outside of a random nil-nil draw against Wolverhampton, has gone scoreless in the Premier League this entire year. We're talking January, February, March, April. We're in May. Has been all but one time against Man City. They lost 2-0 to City. The class of the Premier League. What I'm trying to tell you is Leicester scores. They may be humble in their approach, but they always figure out a way to put one in the back of the net. But if you look at the table, it's one of these matchups. There's pride, there's ego, and there's huge implications. If there's huge implications, I'm seeing maybe a 1-1 draw. I'm seeing... Either I'm seeing a Leicester City Foxes squad, Jamie Vardy likes to freaking Stevie Stifler party, not allowing them to slip. Chelsea has Checker leapfrogged him. Chelsea's now in third. 
in the Premier League. Leicester can't believe it, but they got West Ham who's slipping behind them in Tottenham. They're changing managers like it's kicking and screaming Will Ferrell over here. Unacceptable. So it's Leicester's match to show up for. They'll be more well-rested. They'll be pissed off. Historically speaking, I think the sharp edge here is they both put one in the back of the net. I mean, one loss for Man U since January and Leicester only twice in 2021 and only one more time after that. Have they not scored? They score. I mean, I'm almost I'm almost perplexed why it's only minus 136. Both teams have put one in the back of the net. We could be 1-1 at halftime. It may go nil-nil and I'll look like a freaking imbecile. But this is what we do. We go with our gut. My gut tells me they both show up. They both score. 2-1, man, you would be just mm, brilliant for us. And that's my lock of the day. And we're on to our NBA degenerate parlay. Look. I cashed Friday's little nervous, scared moment there with the Sixers over the Pelicans. Stan Van Grumpy, he's just not the guy there. I mean, if they're going to make Zion and Zoe work, and if they don't, it's a travesty, he's got to go. I mean, literally, send them out the Uncle Phil window, baby. But it's all about today's parlay. Coming off a three-team money line, if you didn't cash it, that was our W on Friday. And here we are again with another three-team NBA parlay. And I'm grabbing one of the squads from Friday's cash. It's the Bucks over the Spurs. I love this spot. It's the number one offense in the league going against the Spurs. Can you believe Greggy Popovich is 1-4 and four and dropped six of his last seven in an incredibly important time in the season with just a couple weeks to go? This is inexcusable, Greg. He's worried about his Beach Boys hair flow more than he is this squad. I mean, honestly. And when the Bucs danced against them last time, they allowed Giannis a season-high 15 assists. All five starters in double figures, plus two lads off the bench. That's seven Bucks in double figures the last time they danced against the Spurs. I just don't see the Spurs showing up in this game. I think the Bucs riding high, coming off a couple days off, beating the Rockets in a convincing fashion, and they're neck and neck. In the 1-2-3 seed in the East, they don't have the luxury to drop a game like this against the Spurs. Meanwhile, Spurs got to go against the number one offense that's freaking cooking right now. Meanwhile, you're giving the Spurs the Bucs after dropping six of the last seven? Nah, I don't need to convince you about the Bucs beating the Spurs today. Two teams going in two different directions. That's the nice thing. It's like you're picking off guys in Call of Duty, and I don't even play Call of Duty, that don't play very well. It's just like, oh, exposed, boom. You're gone. You're done. Spurs catching the L to the Bucks trending up. Spurs trending down. I feel bad for San Antonio, but not really as bad as I feel about this second team in the parlay catching an L. The Rockets are absolutely going to lose to the Blazers, who are on fire. 7-1 in their last eight. This team is at home coming off a 22-point W against San Antonio. You give me Lillard with 30, CJ with 27, with no mellow, and a Norman Powell 18. Next thing you know, they're destroying San Antonio. And I hate to keep picking on the Spurs, baby. This is an all-time organization. 
The reality is the Blazers are catching fire when they need to. A couple of huge convincing wins, by the way. And we're looking at trends. I mean, this Rockets team, they've lost to the Jazz, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Knicks, the Warriors. I mean, we're not handing out golden tickets over here. We're just handing out L's. 16-52 and 52 on the season. They're 10-29 and 29 in the West. 10-29 and 29 in the West? I'm sorry, the Rockets are tanking for Tua. There ain't no way. They're beating the Blazers, who are in a huge spot where they have to keep winning, keep putting pressure on the Lakers with this whole little play-in tournament where everybody gets a freaking Western Conference trophy. But I digress. I got the Blazers over the Rockets. Don't outthink it. It's two staples, but an easy to go the other direction. Two down, one to go. And this could be a booby trap, but I'm not allowing it. In my head, in my mind, I got to take the Jazz over the Warriors. Look, the Utah Jazz are seeking their first Western Conference title in 23 years. We're talking 1998. We're talking Elway versus Favre in my own San Diego backyard. When I was still learning long division and cursive. That's the last time the Utah Jazz were the one seed winning the West. I was learning cursive in elementary school, people. Bogdanovich without Mitchell has been spectacular, averaging just shy of 24 in 12 games without Donovan. A career-best 48 on Friday versus everybody's MVP, Jokic, except for me. I mean, come on. All five players in double figures. Clarkson's giving you 21 off the bench, not just in that game, in the last Two games. And the Jazz are on a roll right now. They've won five games in a row, six of their past seven. And here's the other caveat. They don't want to see the Warriors. No one wants to see Steph Curry in the playoffs. This play-in tournament, absolutely terrifying. The Jazz do not want to have to draw a Warriors team that, oh, by the way, has split the series against this Jazz team. So they've already taken them once. The Jazz don't lose season series, baby, except for against the Suns when I fade them. How do you do? And I capped that game correctly. So I can see when the Jazz are going to get set up for a loss. As you know, I picked them to lose against Phoenix at the end of April, and it cashed. Lock of the day, by the way. I don't see the Jazz allowing the Warriors, who have been playing some good ball as of late, Coming in and winning, I mean, the Warriors are 8-7 and seven as a home underdog. They're only 21-17 and 17 against the West. A lot of their above average by a tickle record is, is, is winning games against teams that aren't very good. They're win, they lose, they win, they lose. Quinn Snyder ain't letting Steve Kerr out coach him on a humble Monday. This needs to be jazz. Six, seven guys in double figures basketball. That's it. Three-team money line parlay. Bucks over the Spurs. Blazers over the Rockets. Jazz over the Warriors. Wrap it up in and out. Box it, don't bag it, baby. We're eating in the car like savages on this one. Let's keep it rocking. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA Insight. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. 
The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. All right, never a bad time to talk NFL coming off the draft here, fresh in my noggin. I am feeling Mr. Unlimited. Ask one of the most cringiest videos of all time where Russell Wilson gives you his alter ego. I'm sorry, I'm looking at this right now. The over-under for Seahawks wins is 10. Minus 1-1-10 on FanDuel right now, May 10th. Minus 1-1-10 to win 10 games. It's a flip A George Washington quarter. Is it over-under? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Were the, were the Seahawks not 12-4 and last year? Was Russell Wilson not one of three guys to put up 40 touchdowns for his team last year? Were they not outside of a borderline collapse against the Cardinals in a 37-34 OT bad beat loss? 5-1 and one in the division last year? I think everybody, and that includes the cappers in Vegas looking at this. And bear in mind, this is 17 games. It's not to win 10 games in 16. This is to go 10-7 and seven or 11-6. and six. They were 12-4 and four last year. Three of those four losses were single digits, fluke game loss, trap game against the Giants. Outside of that, they really only got outplayed two times in the whole regular season. I mean, they beat the Niners twice, split the season series against the Rams, should have beaten the Cardinals twice, and I know they only had three draft picks, but when you... And Colin has alluded to this. Are you going to listen to your quarterback? This is the Tom Brady earthquake that Coward brings up frequently as of late. Well, the Seahawks only had three draft picks. And they went wide receiver out of Western Michigan. They went very necessary Big 12, Trey Brown, Oklahoma physical corner. And they went with an offensive tackle out of Florida. Three picks, all three very necessary moves to let Russell Wilson feel a little bit more comfortable in the pocket. I mean, look at Russell Wilson, the Seahawks win totals since he's been in the league. 11, 13, 12, 10, 10, 9, 10, 11, 12. One time, one time, the Seahawks and Russell Wilson is a 32-year-old man, by the way. Next thing you know, you blink, you're married with three kids. Russell Wilson's 32. This is forget about it crazy. But he's only not hit double digits one time. You look at the leader of men in the locker room. You look at the guys that can win any game, any Sunday, any given Pacino Sunday, baby. And Russell Wilson is one of those guys. I'm going to go the George Costanza opposite. Everybody's doubting Russell Wilson. Is he even committed to Seattle? The da 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 I'm going the opposite. I'm going Lockett, Metcalf. If this Western Michigan guy pops, they're bringing back Chris Carson. If Rashad Penny can get healthy, shout out San Diego State. They're coming off a divisional loss against the Rams in which they shouldn't have lost that game at all. They bring back Dunlap. They traded for Jamal Adams last year. They still have Bobby Wagner. And if this Trey Brown guy can fill in for Griffin, then for me, 
I got to look at this like value. And I don't see the Seattle Seahawks losing seven or eight games next year. I'm sorry. I know we're right about to have the schedule come out. But you may get better value before the schedule comes out here in the next week or two. Eighth in points per game last year. And this guy can put the team on his back at any given time. Sometimes, and I'm Italian, you can argue and it can be healthy. And so Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, little happy-go-lucky. This isn't Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. This is the National Football League. This is big business, baby. And you know what? Everybody in the division's making moves. Cardinals trying to get better defensively. Of course, staff comes in for the one and only Rams. We got a Trey Lance shakeup in San Fran. Just all of a sudden, all the attention quietly off of Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. What did the great Lil Wayne say once? Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah, baby. That's Russell Wilson this year. Put on the Tom Clancy sniper. W. W. Almost 5-1 and one in the division last year. Should have been. He's 32-21-1 against the division in his whole career. He owns that division. That's his division. I got a fire. Seahawks over 10 wins. I love the value. It's a freaking pick em at the sports book. They're third to win the NFC West. The disrespect right now you're putting on Russell Wilson. This man is dialed. He doesn't do other things for fun. He plays football. He has his family. He has his faith. He's up there in gorgeous PNW weather right now putting in work. There are no distractions. This man is Danny dialed. That's it from me. I got to go. Both teams to score in a little Premier League. Man, you, Lester, NBA D-Gen parlay. And I got the Seahawks over 10 wins, baby. I don't like it. I'm McDonald's. Love it. Hey, happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Shout out to my Italian mom. Unbelievable woman. Mother of three. Wouldn't be here without her. Coaching me up like Pacino, baby. Hey, appreciate all the moms. Thank you for tuning in. Again, a couple of big announcements. A couple of big things coming for the podcast. Just buckle up, baby. Little turbulence or not. This is going to be a wild ride. I can't wait to tell you what's in store. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Taylor Fade My Picks on Action. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Make sure to hug your mother's happy belated Mother's Day. I'm out. The Volume.